What the Fuck Did I Just Read is a podcast where we read fan fiction most of the time. Today's very special episode, we are reviewing a horrible, horrific crime involving mystery, intrigue, and some crazy shit. And Satan, apparently, is also a guest star in this story as well. Starring Satan. (laughs) There is cussing and... A uh, lot of descriptions of things that are terrible and awful. It's so. actually not that bad. Well, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Welcome to What the Fuck Did I Just Read? Today is a special podcast bonus episode. Bonus. Bonus. We are going to talk about a case that I heard on a podcast called Small Town Murder. And it was very confusing. So we're going to talk about it, Josh and I. And TJ is going to try to figure out what the fuck happened? I don't know anything about this case because I don't have time to listen to podcasts. But I, mm. I don't have a life, so I listen to it. I listen to it to pretend like I have more friends that are talking to me. Um, th- Even when you don't talk to the friends that talk to you? <laughs> hey, you text me that picture and I took a nap, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, again, this is a bonus episode, so if you're not into true crime and Satan... Then, then you can't be our friend. We've got regular episodes. You can continue to listen. It's fine. I'm thinking, are we going to record? I don't know how we're going to release these. Together, two episodes of the same day? No. One and then... It'll get its own. Okay. We'll yeah. give it its own week. There you go. It's going to have its own week, okay? So if, you, if you're if you like, hey, fuck true crime, you can go back and listen to an old one. And then we'll be back next week with another episode. But uh, does this story have like a cool... like? The case of the uh, the case the case of the one way footprints. Okay, I Ooh. feel like that's a, that, that is that that's works. good. That that, that's pretty okay. That's okay. ominous. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. You're intrigued already. now. Okay, I have no okay. idea what's going on. So as uh, we talked earlier, without the microphones, Josh doesn't remember names, but he remembers more details. And I remember names because I'm a woman and I hold things against people, so I need to remember their names. And I don't know anything about any of this shit. And TJ is a Bumbling fool. Oh, he's I a. Go that far. Yeah, that was okay. You can just put yourself down there. <laughs> okay, so we begin our tale in Dayton, Nevada. That's right. It was in Nevada. Yes, because I, I thought it was going to be desperation. Yeah, because it sounded like desperation. Yes, because it's a mining town. That doesn't matter. You can listen to Small Town Murder. They'll explain the town. It's very small, and uh, they do a better job at that. They're. Is it like forty-five minutes south of Reno? Yeah, it's like right by Carson City. Yeah, which is. A shithole. Actually, Carson uh, Cars City is pretty bad. <laughs> actually, I'm thinking like Sparks is actually was a shithole, and now is actually pretty Sparks nice. is better than Carson City. Well, it's City. because Reno kind of expanded and like overtook Sparks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now it's like when you say Sparks and when you say Reno, it's kind of they synonymous. used to be like 15 minutes apart, and now they're now on they're top of now other. they they same thing. Yeah, when people would say, "Oh, you, like setting up shows for our band or whatever," and they'd say, uh, "Like yeah," and then we make a quick stop over in Sparks, and we'd be like, "Nah, it's okay." Nah. No. We're We'll skip sparks. I don't really <laughs> need to die from like you know just inhaling meth smoke. Yeah, we would good. just skip sparks and go right to like Los Angeles or something like that. So we begin our tale there, and it is a snowy eve. Evening. It's an 
Oh, it's like actually early morn, if you will, because it's like one thirty. Oh, that's right. It begins at one thirty a.m. Okay. So there's this guy. His name is David Kopak, and he's uh, the father of the story. So he's sleeping, and he wakes up to a weird noise. And he's like, whoa, what is that? And he, like, looks around, but he's, like, kind of awake, but, like, kind of not awake. And he thinks that maybe he heard a cat jump onto a shed by his window. Okay. So he's like, all right, whatever. Some kind of disturbance. Some disturbance that woke him up. He's a light sleeper. He was a Vietnam vet. With suffering from PTSD. Yeah, it's PTSD. Okay, so here's like a, the smallest annoy- a mosquito flies by a ear, he pulls his gun out. Ah, yeah, he yeah, just starts okay. doing Got karate it. moves, and I don't know, not karate moves, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah, Krav he's Maga. Like, he's yeah. like, God damn, fucking Charlie, I'll show you with your own moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a kung fu you. <laughs> what is this you're speaking, huh? Uh-huh. Some Chinese shit. What kind of Chinese some shit is Ching Chong bullshit? I just hear some buzzing. Viet Kang. <laughs> Viet Kang. Okay, so, um, and we need to tell you, how big is the trailer, Josh? It's 10 feet wide by 50 feet long. So, very... Uh, it's a single wide trailer. A single wide trailer, um, very thin. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's it's pretty very small. narrow. Narrow, okay. So, uh, basically what it works out to be is you go in the front door, there's going to be your kitchen and living room, and then a narrow hallway, the length of the trailer to your... I would assume left in my mind. It's to the left. I picture it could left. Be, it could be any direction. And then it's basically... It's a like, one shot. Yeah, it's just all the way down to the back bedroom. There's probably a stop for a bathroom. And then that's it. That's the whole trailer. Okay. Yeah. Pretty small, moderately sized, not... Not like one of those big ass ones. This isn't. Like a, this is no double wide. This is a. No, this, this is a. This is a teeny baby. This, this is, is a very is like, a cheap. Not cheap, but a. a it's probably cheap. This it's this in Nevada. Is like sixties single wide ten trailer. Okay, yeah, probably yeah. full of asbestos. I would assume. Yes. So. Um, more like a worse dose. Am I right? <laughs> right. More like can. More like cancer. Okay. Anyway, so. Okay, so David wakes up and he goes, "What is that noise?" He looks. He says he thinks he remembers getting up. But to, he doesn't recall. But he doesn't really remember fully because he wasn't really all that awake. He just heard a noise, woke him up. He thinks maybe he walked into the living room, but he can't remember. So he goes back to sleep and he wakes up in the morning and his son is uh, sleeping on the floor. His in name a in a sleeping bag. His name is Jason. Jason. Or Jason or Justin? Jason. We'll just call him Jay. Jay Kopak. Jay Kopak is laying on the ground and his dad's like, okay, I'm about to do my morning thing. So he like makes coffee and like he walks around like over, obviously over his child because it's like only 10 feet wide. So he has like really nowhere to go. So he's like watching TV. And so yeah, after a couple hours, he's like, I wonder why he's not like moving or whatever. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, he's dead. So got it. Got okay, it. I was wondering where this was yeah. going. Okay, so he. I'm joking. I already knew. He was dead. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> so he's like, "Fuck, he's dead." So then he calls the cops, and this is where it gets a little weird because okay. the cops get there. First of all, they don't um, do any crime scene things. They don't. They don't do any crime scene one hundred and one. So there's no like casting of footprints there's no photographs photographs didn't take any pictures no nothing nothing with luminol from what i heard from my understanding it was all just like basically like stuff they jotted down in a notepad as Mm -hmm. they were walking around observing 
Okay. Okay, and so it 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 was snowing, right? And I'll just go over like the evidence from what I remember when they get there. The cops get there and they see that there's like one set of footprints walking into the house. But there's no other footprints leaving the house. Just one set walking to the door. Okay. And that's it. Um so they look at his body and there's like basically no blood from what I remember. There's like not a lot of blood, like no blood spatter, like no big pool of blood. Yeah. She's on the ground. They look at his back um, and they see like this little oval type of indent kind of thing. So they're like, maybe it was like blunt force trauma, like what they say, like an ice pick or something. Yeah. Maybe? Or some type of like thin knife, mm-hmm. like a paring knife. Or yeah. Something. Okay. So, so they're like, okay, well, what the hell? So they don't really know what killed him, but they get him to the, um, morgue and they x-ray him and they see that he has uh shotgun pellets in his back okay and now josh has to explain the shotgun ammo because i don't understand it well basically they look into it and they they start looking around and he was shot with a 20 gauge i can't remember if it was buckshot or birdshot which are different so birdshot is like a bunch of little teeny BBs. Buckshot is like eight big pellets. Okay. So. Actually have the case opened. I believe <laughs> I believe it was birdshot because it's a 20 gauge. So I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a small barrel shotgun. Okay. From a 20 gauge shotgun. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't say. I think it was birdshot. All right. So they determined he was shot at close range because they found the wadding. Of the shotgun, which is basically like a little cotton pad. But they give a very vague, like, distance. distance. It's, it's from like 2, two to, to 18, 18 feet. Yeah, 2 to 18 feet is where he was shot. How do you, I mean... They don't... But That's confusing because it's like not a very large trailer. Yeah, so. but at the right? same time, it's also not point blank because he didn't have... Um, stippling. Well, not the stippling, but he didn't have a... They didn't find powder on him, did Yeah, they? and they didn't find scorch marks that you usually find around a wound that's been shot. So it, was, it wasn't point blank, but it could have been up to 18 feet away. Got it. So, um, and the dad distinctly remembers saying he uh, never smelled gunpowder that night. Nothing. And he should know because he's like old time vet, right? Yeah, yeah. And he didn't hear a shotgun. What he heard was something that sounded like something falling on a roof or tin shed, right? Something like that. Something. Okay. Some, so- some up disturbance somewhere outside so, so he's got okay so he's got wadding in his back they're on it it's his property they're on yeah they're and on the trailer so he lives in a trailer and he has a shed yeah there's they a shed have like a house but, on the property no no so it's it's a trailer park okay. so it's like trailers he has a next door neighbor with dogs which is important so there's a next door neighbor of dogs there's a shed in between the two trailers and it's just a fucking trailer park okay no one else claims to hear anything either. No one, no one heard the anything. Dogs didn't bark. Dogs, yeah, dogs didn't make notorious for being loud. So, yeah. so notorious that when they're actually like walking through the crime scene in the morning, all you can hear is dogs barking in the background. Okay. So they didn't bark at all is that there like night. A, like an audio recording of. I think maybe there was a video recording, but there wasn't like pictures from what I looked up. I didn't see any. Got it. So, I'll try to see if I can find those. Maybe I can insert them in. Oh, shit. Insert. Pew! Fun. All right. Gun so, stuff. They find wadding in his back. And I don't know what wadding is. Wadding is... I was trying to explain when you went off your tangent. Wadding is a little paper tab that is usually inserted 
in front or at the end of a shotgun shell to pack down the pellets and keep everything compacted. Yeah. While it's, you know, being stored and manufactured and all that. But the thing they noticed it wasn't it wasn't factory wadding. So apparently like a, like a they, homemade wadding. Well, I wouldn't say homemade, but like a store bought reloading wadding. So that's what like if you were a guy who reloaded shells, okay, it's what you would go buy at the the gun store. So you don't have to buy, keep buying shells. You just you buy the pellets that go in the shells and, and the, reload your own. And, shell. the See, and here's the other thing: is like when you're reloading, you need you need the you the need shot, presses you and need stuff too, right? Presses. You need a primer. You need gunpowder. You need the wadding. You need a resetting tool for shotgun shells because what happens is the end of the shell flays open, mm-hmm. so it's got to be able to push back down in. So it's like the amount of tools and all the shit you need to reload. Seems you more expensive than actually You might as well just shelter. go and buy and Federal brand, from my understanding, is not very expensive. Federal is not like a top of the line shotgun you know ammo manufacturer. And that's what's in the dad's house. The dad owns a 20 gauge shotgun, okay. but he only has he doesn't have the same ammo. He doesn't have. He only has federal ammo. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any reloading tools. And if I remember correctly, there was a shell stuck in the gun that was a federal shell. Yeah, it didn't it, discharge, right? Or yeah, it didn't. It, they couldn't get it to cycle out. So when you like pump the shotgun, it wouldn't eject. Okay. For whatever reason. So it was stuck. His gun was clogged. Yeah, but when they took it and inspected it and they got it unclogged and everything, it was a federal round. round. Okay. Like it wasn't a reload. Could not have been the re the redone yes. shell. Right. It couldn't have been. So So they find two different ammos basically. One of them is basically, One in the gun, one in the kit. Yeah. And they don't match. And they don't match. And they can't match because even if you did reload ammo, the Federalist primer and wadding is proprietary and you cannot purchase for your own. You'd have to buy a reloader company's wadding and primer. So, even so when they, it's never going to match. Yeah, so like even when they pulled the federal ammo, they even checked the original primer and the wadding, and they're like, this isn't, you know, this is the, this came from the factory with the correct parts in right. it. Right, okay. yeah. So it's definitely not was what the sun was shot with. Right. Alright, so, so ruling that out. So this is in 1993. Okay. And I was gonna ask what year it was. So this is a very there's like a you know a pretty big case that happens right around now, maybe before, maybe after. I can't remember. Ronnie King. Um, no, because we're in we're uh we're in Nevada. Nevada. We don't care about black people. Okay, well, um, there are no black people. So uh, the West Memphis Three case is going on. Okay, if you remember very much like Satanic Panic era. Yeah, that's what everyone. I don't. Yeah, I don't fully remember that case. So, how about a a quick briefing for myself and others that have? Um, there were three boys found dead at the bottom of a ravine in uh, this town, and basically they singled out these uh, three boys who were into like Metallica and Doom the video game, Doom the video game okay, and cool. um, they said they were Satanists. Dungeons and Dragons. And they're, they're fucking dorks. Like, they're just... Oh, okay, so it's like the... They're this, just us. This is where my mom got the idea right. that Dungeons yeah. and Dragons So Satanic Panic for. came yeah, from is, this. This is where all of this came from. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's why my parents didn't let me play Dungeons and Dragons or Magic the Gathering. Or I couldn't play any of that stuff either because my mom... Yeah. All right. 
Okay, so thanks, kids. So Jay Kopak, our victim, mm-hmm. he's got long hair. He's a total dork. He plays Dungeons and Dragons, um, and he, you know, he hangs out with similar kids at school. Yeah, similar kids. Yeah. Like you know, he's a dork. Mm-hmm. All right. So the that same morning at school, um, this this kid named Brian Simmons is said to have told another boy named Mike Owings that he killed Jay Kopak and um, randomly wanted to tell says he says he killed him he's like yeah I totally killed this kid yeah and okay. I believe he tells him this about 30 minutes after the cops arrive on the scene so it might not have been enough time for him to have heard it and then relayed that information Okay. It's not like it was a rumor mill was very fast or no text messaging. So, you know, they allegedly this alleged. Is this, this is a alle- this is OK. So we had to say this case is built basically all on this kid. Mike Owings testimony. OK, so we're going to base this all on this guy. Right. Basically all on this kid that was told by this other kid that he killed this kid. Yes. yes. Got it. So um, and 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 Brian Simmons is a kid who's into Satanism. He owns witchcraft books. Okay. He listens to metal. Also plays Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, he's just like one of those kids that I was back in high school where I was like, I'm fucking cool. I never so when you're not cool. When you're not cool at Dungeons all. And Dragons become, I mean, I understand that these kids and their like, liking of Dungeons and Dragons got associated together. But like, at what point... Why would Dungeons and Dragons be satanic? Is, I never played because spells. Is that a, okay? I don't know. Just like Harry Potter, like it's yeah. spells. Spells. Okay. They're I, casting spells. Okay. And charms well, and wizards and monsters and summoning demons and. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, again, I don't know much outside of the fact that I remember that I couldn't play it. I remember thinking those kids play Dungeons and Dragons. They're fucking dorks, mm-hmm. and that's no offense. Now I had a totally different mindset when I was. I mean, know, you have to be 13. kind of like. Uh, Somewhat more intelligent than, like, most kids who are just, like, you know, playing other, like, video games or whatever. Like, to play Dungeons & Dragons is kind of, like, a big undertaking. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to it. I, I You don't just jump into it. Yeah. I just remember thinking, like, oh, those fucking kids are losers. But then, you know, again, I... Now we're old and we're I'm also older losers. and I'm like, I'm a fucking loser anyway. So, and I'm... And I basically have my life together and I don't at the yeah. same time. So... All right. Well, that so, makes sense. Um... Also, there's a movie with Marlon Wayans in it. Yeah, Dungeons Dragons movie. Did you ever see that? Because it was terrible. No. I didn't watch it, but it didn't look I good. saw about 19 minutes of it. I and was you're like, like, I'm done. Yeah, this is fucking stupid. Yes. Right, so, sorry, uh, Mike Owing says that Brian Simmons explained the details of his activities that night and admitted to Mike that he was the one who shot Jason. Jason is his name. Now we know. Um, so the case is already out there for other people. So they already put it out in the news. What happened? Maybe not- it's really early in the morning. They're at school, so, you know, early in the oh, morning. This is like the next day. This is the this same, same day. day. Okay. Same day the dad finds him. The cops get to the house at like seven something in the morning, and they're at school at like seven thirty. We got a timeline of when the kid that's being told this information goes and tells the cops. Um. Well, we we don't know yet. Okay. Okay. So. I'm just trying to establish a timeline. Yeah, the timeline is sketchy because it's all based on this kid. To, to be honest, though, like in a small town, it's probably 30, traveled. Thirty minutes is a ton of time to get from one side of a town to another. Like yeah. you could be walking. We don't know. This kid could have been walking by the house, the, the trailer park, yeah. and looked over and saw a bunch of kids, and goes, "I know who lives there." Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He looks, and there's cops walking around with, you know, so maybe he's fucking murdered. So yeah. maybe he's, you know, 30, shit up. 30 minutes is a lot of time in a small town. It yeah. is, yeah. And um, I, I feel like there's something with, like, um, Mike live or Brian lives like decently far away from. Um, he lives outside of town. Or Brian lives, yeah, far away out of out of town, away yeah. from the presumed, Jason. The, the so the suspect the lives suspect kind of far away, too far, basically too far away for it to make sense for him to come all the way into this other area kill his kid and go back home and then come back to school and talk and then come back and then come back and because he all he has to do this all pretty fast because they they say the coroner says that he was killed around 1 30 in the morning at the same time his dad woke up to that noise okay which was not a gunshot 1 30 takes him what 30 45 minutes to get home i think they say 30 yeah 30 30, 35 30 45 minutes to get home another 30 45 minutes to get back to school two hours three or like yeah like three or four hours later he's got to wake up Get ready for school and then right. go to school. So Got we'll it. we'll talk about. What, it's not impossible for him to do that, but he's pointless. We'll talk about we'll talk about the timeline because it really doesn't make any sense with like the witnesses that say that they saw him. Okay. So um so then there's another kid. His name is Dan. He says that yeah, uh, Brian did say that he he killed one of the kids on his list, and now there's four more kids to kill. So okay. this is what he said. So that basically corroborates uh, Mike Mike's story. And they're in junior high. High school. High school. Okay. Um. So he, yeah, he says he heard him say, "I did it. I did it. Whatever." And um. So this is basically he. At some point, Mike goes to the cops or tells his dad or tells fucking somebody, and it's enough evidence for them to get a search warrant for Brian's house. So at Brian's house, they they take like a witchcraft book and like his diaries. Okay. And um, a gun, because they also find a 20-gauge shotgun in the house. Okay. And this, is this, this isn't the gun that has the shell stuck in it. It is. This is the gun that has the shell stuck in it. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it his and not the dad's? Yeah, it was this this kid. The dad, the other dad didn't have one. This kid has, uh, his parents have a shotgun. The shell is stuck into it. It never... Ejects. What about the dad's gun? Did he, he didn't. No, he didn't actually. Have he did one. not have his twenty. We just okay. fucked up the parents. Okay. No, I thought the dad had the same. gun. He might have had the same gun, but I know. I know that Brian Simmons' parents had the gun that didn't discharge the shell. Yes. Okay, so that's sorry, my mistake. <clears throat> uh, so they find a recently fired shotgun containing an expended twenty gauge Federal Arms number six shotgun shell with a non Federal primer, and then they find a bag with uh, wet shoes inside of it. And the sheriff says that the description of the sole of the shoes they find in Brian's house somewhat resembles the footprints on the outside of the trailer leading in. Okay. Based solely on the sheriff just saying that he thinks they look alike. They look sim- they have a similar trend. Yeah. They didn't take pictures, so we but don't know. They didn't know. take pictures, they no. didn't take castings, they didn't take Wow, wow, Gus, you farted so bad. I really hope that came out on the mics, because that was hilarious. Because <laughs> he sneezed and farted. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> He's embarrassed. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that little noise. Okay, so then they also find a pipe bomb. Okay. But he's a fucking dumbass kid in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I made plenty of explosives when I was a kid in high school. I didn't do any of that, but... I did. Yeah. 
It's because you played, you liked Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, because yeah, you were a Satanist. <laughs> and I was a Satanist, apparently. So then, so the kid's Mormon arrested. Satanist, same, same. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, he is arrested and charged with, like, possession of an explosive. Because they don't really have anything to charge him with murder. Yeah, but they got enough to, to get him on with the pipe bomb, so they're like, ah, let's fucking hold him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, does he have to go poop? He shouldn't have to. Oh, You're good, know. dude. Just hang out. Yeah, so they, they question the kid, and um, he doesn't say anything, really. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. This kid's dead. What are, like, I don't know what you're saying, you yeah. know? Um, so he's in jail, and Simmons has a girlfriend named Jessica. And Jessica tells Mike that uh, Brian wants to talk to him on the phone. So Mike goes right. Yeah, so Mike goes home and is like, Dad, I don't know. He wants to talk to me on the phone. And the cops are like, fucking talk to him. Because maybe he'll confess. Yeah. So they or give up some. Give up some. Yeah. Something that he. Just say some shit. Yeah. So, um, eventually, uh, Mike calls Brian, and Brian in be, jail. In jail. Yeah. Calls him in jail, which is weird because I don't know how. Because don't you have to call out? Like I don't. Anyways. You could call in. They uh, would put him in a room. Oh okay. Yeah, they would probably work with that because that's the option. Well, because they want to get him to say something, right? Yeah, so he would call in. Technically, yeah, you would call in to, like, one of the correctional officers or one of, like, the people there. um, And then they would transfer you over to, like, a a room or whatever, like Josh was saying. So, whatever, he calls him. And the call is recorded and the transcripts are in the case. But basically, he says, like, um, hey, so Brian Simmons, a kid in jail, asks, like, hey, do you think that someone could move after being shot in the chest, right? Yes. And um, Mike is like, I don't know why. And he's like, well, then I've been framed. I didn't do this. They're just making all of this up. So he says that. After that, they just talk about dumb, dumb fucking kid stuff. Dumb huh. teenager bullshit. Yeah. Like he, he says. He never lets anything go. He never admits that he knows something he shouldn't know. He never says he did it. No. Never thing, yeah, the only thing he's given away so far is like he just asks, like, could they move? The fact that like somebody, it sounds like Shot him. somebody, like maybe he did something to somebody, and then that somebody did this thing to frame him. Yeah, yeah, I okay. can see that. So All he's right. shooting. He, the, the my so far theory is maybe he shot somebody, and somebody else shot this kid. But yeah, I'm working with it. So he he says only me, God, and Satan is what happened, right? Okay, yes. Uh, Satanist, you believe in God too? Is that how it works? Uh, I mean, you, you got to believe in one or the both okay. to have one. I think. Yeah. So, um, and then yeah, he says he reads the coroner's reports, but he calls them coronary reports. Yeah, he calls them coronary instead of coroner reports. Cool, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. So, um, anyways, they they want to basically get rid of this phone call in his trial because they're saying that Mike was basically working as an agent of the state. Because the cops basically set, set up the up. phone call. They're like, yeah, yeah, you could totally talk to your friend, wink, wink. Wink, wink, okay. go ahead. We're not going to direct you to say anything. But totally But talk totally to your try to get we, him to say something. We, they basically, they went out of their way to make sure this phone call happened. Right. Okay. Even though they never said, hey, lead him on, hey, ask him this. They basically were like, yeah, you're a totally random kid that wants to talk to your friend that we have in custody, and we will totally go out of our way to make sure this happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like anywhere else, that is not how the case is. They, no. Fuck off, kid. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to talk to my friend. I'm like, yeah, okay, fucking whatever. Well, wait till, you can wait till he calls him. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. Be, yeah, so, but anyways, the phone call's not thrown out. It's kept in the trial. Okay. They say that uh, Mike was not acting as an agent of the state. 
So during the trial, Brian um, testifies. Okay. So we've already, we've already we're skipping to the trial. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to skip to the trial. Okay. So during the trial. Um, well, we already went over the evidence. Okay, there, there's that. more that comes up during the trial. Oh, okay. These are the main things you need to know. The, okay, yeah. Got it. So, um, so Brian testifies and he says, no, I don't have a hit list. I have a list of people. These are their names, but they go to the Dungeons and Dragons characters. And he's a DM, if I remember. Yeah, he's like a DM. Okay, and which is? A dungeon master. Okay. So, so he would keep track of that information. So yeah. if... I just thought we need to explain a little bit, yeah. just in case somebody doesn't know what the hell So yeah, he's just saying, like, those names just correlate with the, you know, the people that have the character. So he's saying, I killed, like, because he plays D&D with Jason. He's been to Jason's house, slept over. The dad knows him. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, you know, I just killed his D&D character. And that's why his name's crossed off. And there's no time frame at all. So this list could have been made, you know years before you don't know yeah you gotta just say yeah this is yeah this is this from is, three years ago this we were is, playing yeah. D his character died that's it mm-hmm. this was notes i had during a campaign yeah and his character died so i crossed, I it crossed out, him so out i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't refer to him in the narrative again yeah and all mm-hmm. these in the cops yeah the cops the lawyers and the judge are all fucking and the jury are all fucking idiots and don't understand how board games work no. so to them they're like okay this sounds like bullshit so yeah he and he just says you know I talk about Satan and Satanism because I fucking play Dungeons and Dragons and it's just to get attention. Basically, he says that. And also, I think he also brings up the fact that he sometimes gets bullied and it's a way that to counteract and give himself an air of mystique so people will leave him alone. Yeah. He doesn't want people to fuck with him because he's a fucking dork. Yeah, there's that's that's pretty common. That's uh, what's it? Eric and Dylan or whatever. The kids, the Columbine kids. Mm -hmm. They were they were theirs was the same. Yeah, they were just, they just acted antisocial in order to to get people to leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, theirs went a little too far, though. Yeah, theirs did. Well, because they actually killed people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they decided, okay, instead of, like, being antisocial, we're just going to kill people. Right. So, and he also testifies, I didn't tell anybody that I did this. So, that shit that Mike is saying didn't really happen. And the other kid. And the other kid, Dan. So, um... And Mike and Dan both play Dungeons and Dragons with them. They're part of the same like crew. I don't think that Mike is really good friends with Brian. I think he just knows him in like similar social circles. Yeah, like okay. you know, they're just like, in maybe high school. Jay was their connecting friend. Or, yeah, you know, something like that. Okay. Yeah, maybe Jason. Yeah, connected both of them together at some you know some point or whatever. Okay. So um, so the let's see. Okay, so they also introduced the fact that we talked about earlier. The dogs never barked that night. They heard no barking. And the dogs bark at legit everything. There are dogs that bark at the wind. But these dogs didn't bark. After a shotgun blast shoots a kid in a tiny trailer. Which would be loud as fuck. Loud as fuck. It would be like shooting a shotgun with inside of a shotgun. Right. It's like it's going to reverberate. It's a metal tube mm-hmm. inside a metal inside tube. of a metal tube. Yeah, so there they, would be reverberation. Yeah. There would be gunpowder. At least the gun, smell. Yeah, there would be gunshot residue somewhere. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's missing from this. Mm. So yeah, the dogs never barked. Anyways, jury goes. They deliberate. The only question they ask is, did the dogs bark that night? And the judge says, no, they didn't bark. You no, know, that's not. Oh no, what, no. The judge says what? The judge says. He says nothing. They don't answer the question. They refuse. I think he said, does he say refer to the testimony or something? Yeah, he basically was like, we're not going to clarify that for you. So go through the uh, court 
Okay, so he pulled like a per my last email. Yeah, yeah. basically, it's like okay. per my last email. Fucking read the sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, read yeah. your Go goddamn back and notes. Read your fucking email. Yeah. Yeah. So so jury comes back. So they don't get a clarification. No clarification. So they if they don't remember if the dogs barked or not, they never got an answer. Okay. So, so some of these jurors can be deliberating thinking that the dogs had barked or because not. or not. And there is testimony during the trial that, yeah, the dogs barked when they were looking through the crime scene. Yeah. So they could be piecing those like things together. Thinking well, that, that morning, the dad woke up to a noise that sounded like a cat landing on top of a freaking no, no dogs barking. None of the dogs barked, even though something landed on top of a shed. The dogs that's what he bark. that's what he thinks. Right. Yeah. He thinks that's what he's, it could have been a noise that he heard it, it just in the back of his head. Right. And, all, crazy. and yeah. also his dad doesn't have a door on his bedroom. It's yeah. a curtain. It's a curtain across. The yeah. Door. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Like an old 60s, 70s. Like yeah. So he doesn't even have a door. So if there if there was a shotgun blast in his trailer, you think he'd hear it. But. Yeah, I'm assuming this does not turn out well for Brian. Brian uh, is sentenced to life in prison without parole. Cool. Kid, fifteen, fifteen, fifteen-year-old kid. So he gets he's charged as an adult. adult. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's there's appeals, and we're going to talk about a little bit of the evidence before we ask you what you think happened. There's a couple things with Brian. Brian, um. He says, okay, so Mike says Brian told him that, yeah, I killed him and I parked my mom's car in the school parking lot and then I just like walked across the street where uh, Jason lived and then I shot him and I got back in the car and I drove home. Okay. See, see how close the trailer park is to school? To if sc- it's close enough for him to park a car and then walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. walk from school across, so, he said, across the street. So yeah. the 30 minute... Oh, they're like, it's way too early for him to know. I'm He's like, across the street from can, the... T- people walking across the street to school mm-hmm. yeah. could see this and come into school. And, and just be like, I killed them. Or, or just say anything. Yeah, make anything yeah. up. So, yeah, he says, that's what I did. He also said that, you know, his plan was, I'm going to take one of my parents' cars, if it has gas. And then that's what I'm going to do. Go go park there and So he's he, Yeah, he... This supposed confession is hinged upon whether or not a car will have gas in it or not. And okay. he wanted to kill a long hair, is what he said. Yeah. And Jason had long hair. And I was like, I've never heard anybody say that. I never, yeah, that's weird. Um, so he says that. He, but his mom is up and down all night long with like a, stu- she has like a stomach issue. Okay. And. Which is Brian's mom? Brian, or? Brian's mom is up and down all night. So she says she, she sees him multiple times that night. He's up watching TV At like. like- one one thirty one forty five like basically has him covered under the but, time frame which he, you can take with a grain of salt too it's your mom it's your mom but she I think the sister said something but too. yeah so the sister says yeah no I was up at like midnight and I was up at like one thirty and I totally saw him watching TV his family fucking stays up late so, yeah I know right they're going He's, to school tomorrow what yeah, the hell I are you doing like a, I, when I, yeah when I was going to school I went to bed at like eleven I was about to go to bed like right when I got home. If I could. Always ready to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but so the, the the sister also kind of like her testimony sort of changes within like a half an hour of those times. So she's like, okay, maybe it, maybe it was like two in the morning that I saw him, but I saw him that night. Okay. Okay. So the first person to get to the school in the morning, and remember it's snowing, right? So the first person to get to the school in the morning is the cook of the cafeteria. And okay. she gets there and she says, nope, the parking lot was totally pristine. She didn't see any tire tracks, anywhere that a car could have been parked. There's no 
indents in the snow. There's no mud coming up through the ground where a car would have been parked. There's nothing. Okay. So she sees or a blank spot where a car would have been parked when it was snowing. So yeah. she, it was snowing. She sees anything. Absolutely. It's a small town. You usually kind of you. You're gonna when, you, when you go to work. You're kind of looking around. You know, like, she's going to work a, pretty early yeah, too. So she's yeah, checking checking the parking lot, and she doesn't see any of that. So how would he drive the car when he's at home seen by his mom and his sister right around then? The drive from his house to school is 30 minutes. It's about 30 minutes. So deep. with the gap of time, there's not an it, it's possible maybe if you gave him like 10 minutes leeway to do this, but he would have had to leave his house at like 120 or something the last time or one around 1.30 the last time his sister had seen him. Go 30 miles or whatever, 30, 30 minutes, minutes away, and then kill this kid, uh, leave without leaving any footprints. But and, leave footprints going But leave footprints trailer. going into the trailer. Okay. Then get back in the car at school where the cook says, I didn't see anything parked there or any sign of it being parked there. Get back home and be seen again by his mom or his sister or whatever. Within like thirty minutes, and like two o'clock. Yeah, so it's like that's like really the time constraint is like crazy. He had thirty minutes to work with. Yeah, so he was like, yeah, no time. Um, and then there was like maybe one. Oh, um, so we talked about they didn't find any blood, and I thought that just show uh, American Vandal and trying to figure out like who drew how, the dicks. Yeah, who drew the dicks, but like the 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 setting up the timeline or whatever is very similar to this. It's like, it doesn't make sense for one person to be able to do that, but it does make sense if two people did it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you don't, whatever. You don't know. Um, oh, and the dad remembers he woke up at one twenty-three in the morning. Exactly, because he looks at the clock. One, two, three. Yeah. Um, I'm Ooh. trying to think if there was any more actual evidence, and then we can ask TJ what, what he thinks happened. What about, are you going to talk about what's his name's previous history? Oh, okay. So Mike is, Mike is a very troubled child. He's been to, um, Juvie. Juvie. He, he has drug convictions. He's on probation. He's on probation. He's a fuck up. He has to take piss tests like, you know, once a week, once, whatever it is. And after he testifies this trial, all of that basically goes away. He uh-huh. is off of probation. Um, he, he isn't dealing with the repercussions of what he did before. And he admits in the trial that, yeah, like, I just smoked weed, like, three weeks ago, even though he's, like, not supposed to be doing drugs. He's on probation. Yeah. So he admits it in the court. Um, and nothing happens to him. And nothing happens. Cool. So I think... So that- now we have the only witness... The only witness is a sketchy kid. It's uh, not really credible. Obviously was doing something in his bed that benefited him more than anything else. Yeah. And um, so I think what they found in his house, the the wet shoes, they weren't shoes that Brian ever wore. He always wore combat boots. And I think... Yeah, I mean, he was a... Right. And I think they found, like, Chuck Taylors. They found some, like, sneakers or something that he never, ever wore. So... And these random shoes were like some fucking New Balance dad shoes. Yeah, they're like dad shoes and he usually I wears like... I think if I remember correctly, they were Reeboks. Yeah, maybe they were Reeboks. And so much the point that everyone said the only colored shoes that Brian wore were black or gray. Yeah. 
and they brought a Reebok representative in to testify for the defense that basically says, like, this model Reebok that you found never came in black. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, they get somebody from Reebok to basically come testify and say, okay, this is the, the tread of the shoe or whatever. And they're like, we never, ever made a shoe with that type of tread. So, or color scheme. Or color scheme. it came down to, like, colors, too. Yeah. Like what he was known for wearing. Yeah, and they're like, no, we never made that shoe. Kid was all black. He's yeah. into fucking black metal and mm-hmm. death metal and shit. So he's, like, all blacked out. Yeah. And these shoes are, like, fucking white and, and with red stripes and shit. Yeah. Okay. And so, then the Reebok guy's like, that's not possible for him to wear... An all-black version of this shoe. Yeah, because we never made it, and it never, we never made a tread pattern that fits this description and all this stuff. And the shoe that they have, the, the, the wet shoes that they brought into court, do they say what color those ones were? They they weren't black. They weren't black or gray. Yeah. Okay. They, they were just... Some colored version. Yeah, they, were some re, they were some type of Reebok. Yeah. So basically, this uh, one of these judges that hears an appeal, he writes a dissent, and he says... If the jury was to believe that Simmons was not wearing his usual combat boots on the snowy night of the murder and believed Mike's story that Simmons was wearing Reeboks of that kind the investigators remember footprints to resemble, then we arrive at the point where we might suspect Simmons entered the trailer home of the night of the murder but then never came out because there's no footprints. Yeah. So how do you get out? So this would be totally inconsistent with Mike's story because he says he goes in there, shoots him, walks out. Yeah. That's what he tells him. And... The story that he said that another kid told said, him. Yeah. yeah. So that basically, Mike said yeah. that Brian said. Wow, Gus. He's farting a lot. He's always farting a lot. He does fart a lot. He's gassy. Mm-hmm. He's gassy boy. <laughs> and a stinky boy. Um. So yeah, the, this judge is basically saying like, look, never found DNA, never found any any at all sign that Brian was ever there. No They're just ballistics evidence. No. Nope. No nothing. And he says, yeah, I do have a shotgun. That won't discharge a lot. It's it's like he said he shot it maybe a couple of months ago or something before this, and yeah. he's like, yeah, it was recently fired, but I didn't clean it because it's not ejecting the shell. So yeah, it's stuck, and he doesn't know how to. Yeah, he's a fucking kid, he's you know. Kid, so, yeah. um, and what? Uh, let me see. Let's. Uh, nope. Yeah, I think that's basically it. But he still gets. But he still loses that appeal. The appeal's denied. He is still in prison for his life. Currently, still currently in now, still in prison for the rest of his life. So he's been in there for basically just years. Yeah, based like forty years old. Yeah, based years. on this kid's testimony. This sketchy ass kid's testimony. Mm-hmm. Got it. And he's never at all ever said he did it. He's all yeah. He's always maintained innocence. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, so. Real quick evidence. Footprints leading into the trailer, no footprints leading out. Dad wakes up at 1.23 in the morning, hears a noise. The kid is killed around 1.30 in the morning. Um, no car was ever parked at the school, so whatever. Blood in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, a little blood in the trailer. Oh, they also found in, really quick about the locker thing. Sorry, are you okay? No, I'm just waiting for Gus to... He's bumping the mic stand and I keep seeing it peak. Um, so in um, in Brian's locker, they find a picture of a rectangle and um, that's it. Brian's locker was never locked down for five days. So after this kid's arrested for murder, they don't ever lock his locker down. And 
there's like multiple people that know the combination of this locker so but they find a picture of a rectangle and the cops say that's obviously a picture of jason's trailer so it he was a drawing of a, a rectangle. A drawing of a rectangle. Like a yeah, sorry, a draw is a. It was just like literally it's literally a, a rectangle on a piece of paper. And they're okay. like, "That's his trailer." So he was, he was obviously planning it. Okay. Okay. It's Anyways, um, so all that happens, the gun. They find the gun that is similar to the weapon, but well, the a- the ammo is not going to match. And parents, sisters, all give like you know testimony, like I saw him, and there were no prints behind the family's two cars at Brian's house suggesting that any was anyone was ever backed up or driven back in that night because it had been snowing so they, yep. there was no tracks what happened I mean I don't know this sound this is like a this reminds me of like an old fucking like a train leaves Minnesota dude this, this is basically cereal this is cereal it's super serial. I the serial I podcast. It's basically just based on this one fucking kid's story. And without his story, the case totally falls apart. I mean, it was already it already fell apart, right? Like there's not there's no evidence or anything about anything. It seems kind of weird that they At this point, it's sort of like, okay, time served. Yeah, but what happened? How did Jason die? I mean, it doesn't sound like he was killed on site but there's... but he was because lividity says that he was killed there rigor mortis says that he wasn't moved and um yeah liver mortis says that where the blood settled that's where he died okay but there's no blood and he was killed seven minutes at around seven minutes after his dad woke up to begin with yeah but his dad didn't hear anything no I mean, I don't know. There's Mike's story is kind of sketchy. I don't think any dad would kill their kid, but he's the only one that really on site. He doesn't remember anything, and then you've got this sketchy kid Mike who, I don't know. He sounds he sounds fucking sketchy. Only thing I can think of is like, yeah, like maybe he freaking maybe he shoots the kid. Fucking, I don't know. Hide somewhere in the. Tra- I know it's a small trailer, but there's there's storage places all over a freaking trailer. Maybe he hung out there. Went on the roof. Uh, the cops are fucking idiots. There could have been fucking feet print literally all around that fucking trailer, and they're just idiots and they didn't notice. That's also a possibility. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I don't. I don't know what actually happened, but it, it basically comes down. I don't think the cops did, did a good job of investigating. They they claim they only saw one set of footprints walk in. Did you check the other side of the trailer to see if someone jumped out a fucking window? I mean... There's no picture, so we don't know. Yeah, so there's there's no proof that they actually followed through with anything they claim. Yeah. So it's just... So do you tell him your theory you told me? My, my like, if... With the evidence we have, everything being what it is, nothing missing, what's his name? Brian? Not Brian, the kid that did the... Oh, Mike. Mike... I think Mike did it, because didn't they find a cigarette with his DNA? Yeah, they did. So they found a cigarette with Mike's DNA outside the trailer. Yeah, um, and it was dry. Yeah, so it wasn't left there in the snow. It wasn't like an overnight thing. It was left there like... Recently. Recently, like he was smoking a cigarette outside... Of Jason's house. Of Jason's house. I mean, it's... Yeah, shit. I, was so, gonna... I know, I it's say... really hard to remember all the evidence, because, like, I didn't even actually re... Like, I listened to the podcast again, and then I started to re-listen to it, and I never finished it again. But, yeah, they do find DNA on a cigarette, either 
in the dad's car or right outside of the car? It was outside the car, but the the story was that he was in the car when he was smoking the cigarette or something Right. Weird. Oh, because, yeah, Mike said that, that Brian, Brian went to the crime scene and smoked a cigarette inside of the dad's truck. That's what he, he, that's how he explains cigarette butt being there. Okay. It was Brian's cigarette or was Mike's cigarette? Whose DNA? They didn't. I wanted to say it was Mike's, but I. Because that places him at the scene, and that's why I said he did it. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think Mike went there, mm-hmm. shot him for whatever reason, did some type of cleanup to reduce the amount of blood. Had to, because they didn't find much. Then they, they never did a proper crime scene investigation to like luminol anything to see if anything was cleaned up and i think he probably slipped out a window and climbed up on top of a trailer and just waited till everything was maybe that's what the dad heard that's what the dad mm. heard that woke him up was him why he didn't wake up at the gunshot who know i don't know yeah that one's kind of weird to me my theory i think the dad shot his kid coming in the house at night probably. because he is ptsd they have the same type of gun um, and you know he. And it's not really that hard to get one reloaded shell right. from someone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like he could go shooting with his friends all day. It's 1993 and then, in fucking Nevada. Yeah, his buddy could have been like, "Hey, check out, you know these these hot rounds that mm-hmm. I made myself at home." Yeah, and he shot a couple of them, and he left one in the chamber. And then that's the what was cycled in the chamber when he shot his son. And then when you know he pops the shell, he gets rid of it. And then he goes, "I only have Federalist ammo." It's like, dude, you can get ammo from anywhere. Anywhere, shoot yeah. one time, and there's no really real trace remove, of any you, extra ammo. Especially and especially with the shotgun, there's no yeah. ballistics for rifling mm-hmm. or you know any of that information. It's all smooth bore pellets. So, so I, I kind of think out, he Mike's hanging out. He's so that's what add to Michelle's theory. Mike's hanging out. They're hanging out. They're smoking cigarettes inside of. Uh, Jay's dad's car. Guys, like Mike's, like, all right, I'm gonna take off later. He takes off. Not Mike Brian. It was Brian's cigarette. Yeah. Okay, so Brian's like, all right, peace out. He takes off. Jason goes back inside the house. Dad freaks out, shoots kid. But they found it inside the sleeping bag. Yeah, but they did. He was he was covered up. I don't know completely if it was a sleeping bag, but he was totally covered up. I he really could have been unzipped and draped over him. Yeah, kind of thing. like it was, and I guess it's common that he sleeps on the floor. Yeah. But I really think that he came into the house and his dad woke up at one twenty three. He probably did get home at one twenty three. That's what woke him up. And it's a fucking trailer. Like slamming that trailer door is going to sound like a tin roof. Like it's going to sound he awful. Just maybe he went back into a fucking flashback. Yeah, and he shot his kid. He came out for thinking he's in the fucking jungle and saw because they don't really do any investigation on the dad. So all you have for his story is basically what he tells the cops. Yeah, I woke up. I didn't hear anything. I didn't I smell recall. any gunpowder. Yeah. I don't remember if I actually went into the living room the or first, not. Yeah. The first initial... He's I mean, the only uh, one... The I'm footprints are going into the house. Yeah, if I'm a detective and I look at it, I'm like, well, whose kids going to the fuck? Or what prints going to the house? There's one set of prints that go into the house belonging to one individual. That one individual's foot size matches this freaking imprint on this, the, this or whatever. It's the victim. Nobody leaves the place. So whoever killed the kid is it's in the house the already. House. I That's, really think it was his dad. And I would assume that it would probably be the dad. That was my initial assumption of, uh, at the beginning of the thing was... They, the dad the dad did it and just doesn't fucking remember. He obviously doesn't remember anything, or, I don't know, he fucking felt 
fucking guilty as shit and doesn't want to admit that he killed his dad, but he lived the rest of his life killed knowing his that he killed his son. He killed his son, yeah. And I think maybe, yeah, he probably cleaned up. And he says, yeah, I didn't smell any gunpowder, but, you know, he shot him, so whatever. It's, yeah. And he, and he airs the house out or leaves the windows open or whatever to get the smell of gunpowder out. I really think he killed his kid yeah. on accident. I don't think it was on purpose. I just think that... A combination of shell shock and and bad circumstances and a bad night and a bad dream mm-hmm. that led to this circumstance and then oh. some innocent kid got pinned because some other kid realized, made a story made a story up and realized that he could get himself out of trouble by playing a key witness in mm-hmm. a murder trial yeah. that's what i think totally that's what i think yeah that would be my that'd be my assumption i mean yeah the kid mike really not uh not reliable not reliable and not a really key witness because he didn't witness anything he just it's hearsay basically yeah it's just and totally Brian circumstantial saying, hey, i didn't say that it's kind of like okay it's basically he said she said and yeah. they're both just there's no point for either of them to lie so it's it's kind of like it is like serial like serial is based on this one guy's testimony saying yeah adnan killed his girlfriend okay well without that testimony you don't have a case yeah so without mike's testimony you have nothing yeah i think a lot of people forget you know what reasonable doubt actually means mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. R- reasonable doubt isn't proving you're innocent no it's creating any one percent one point any alternate story yeah. that is just as probable yeah like that michael peterson case exactly or just you know yeah i i really think that the jury was just fucking got into that satanic panic kind of thing was like oh man this kid's a satanist so like obviously he killed this other kid yeah witch hunt trial style yeah totally they they don't understand something so they assume that it's bad and evil it's satanist is usually done with ritual sacrifice what ritual sacrifice do you know of is done with a shotgun yeah. Where you take, there's no blood. There's no blood, and then there's no symbols drawn on the ground. There's no candles left behind. And they find nothing in his house. No DNA. So, so why would you sacrifice somebody and then go to your house and not take any anything? Yeah. Yeah, I would think it was the dad. I hate but, to blame the dad. I don't know if he did it, but I think he did. Yeah, I mean, nobody. obviously nobody wants to ever blame a parent. No parent should... Uh, ever be blamed for the, the murder of their child, but every once in a while it's really hard to overlook... The evidence. The, the evidence that was, again, very poorly conducted by the police. I mean, without pictures, without, yeah, moldings of the footprint. It's just, you're basing it off of a cop saying, like, yeah, it looked like it was probably a size 7. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, that's <laughs> shitty. Yeah. So that's, I just wanted to talk about the case because I was listening to a small town murder. And, like, we may have some facts wrong. I did take notes, but then I totally forgot about at home. But I, I don't remember everything, but I think we covered. I think much we got pretty 90% much percent of what was relevant. Yeah, and but I just find the case to be really interesting, and like I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, and to me, this is a case that should be like looked into more than a lot of the cases that you see. Like with serial, there's even more evidence for this kid to be innocent than there is for Adnan in serial to be innocent. I think so. I don't know. People should look at it. Whatever. It's uh, Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. James and Jimmy, you can send the research my way. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'll look at it. Thanks, Obama. Um, yeah. Thanks to... Thank small- you to Small Town Murder. Yeah, you guys um, totally... Um, like, they'll never listen to this. <laughs> I'm going to send it to them. You send it to them. Um, you guys totally motivated me to make my friends listen to true crime stuff. I listened to it already. 
So, yeah. Yeah. So if you do hear this, I already listened to you guys. It wasn't Michelle that, like, turned me on to you. You said, I'm almost to that episode anyway. Yeah, I was almost to that episode anyways. This means I had listened to the other 70 episodes <laughs> prior. Yeah. <laughs> I actually took a screenshot of that text message, and I sent it to Jimmy Wisman. And I was like, we're about to do your story, guy. And he said something about go lady or whatever. And I was like, you okay. Go girl. Yeah, that works. No, it was definitely lady was in there. I don't remember what. That's, that's but a proper gentleman way to say that. Maybe yeah, we'll um, see you in November in San Francisco, and thank you for motivating us. Yeah, thanks everybody for uh, listening. If you have any theories or whatever, you can yeah, totally send know. them, man. It'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and and do a little bit of research. Go back and listen to uh, Small Town Murder. They post it's episode seventy nine. They post Small so. Town Murder every week, every Thursday. Thursday for Small Town Murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got lots of cases, not often like mysteries like this. No, this Usually, is the first, yeah. I think, like hardcore mystery. I think that's why James was like really interested in it because he was like, yeah, there's like just so many theories. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, so go, go listen to those guys. Again, every Thursday morning they post a new episode and they're very funny. A couple of comedians from Arizona. Super funny, way funnier than us. And yeah. And they have another podcast called Crime, Crime and Sports. Sports. So and listen to good. that and that's fucking hilarious. And. Thank you for listening to What the Fuck Happened in This Crime. Here's a fun fact that I just realized. We never introduced ourselves at all. Oh, shit. (laughs) We just got right into that shit. Well, that was Michelle. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm TJ. And I'm John. And this is What the Fuck Did I Just Read. And the farting in the background was Gus. Yeah, it was Gus the dog. He's a dog, not like a person. Yeah, well, might as well be a person. (laughs) Farts like a human. Anyway, we'll check you guys out next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 